Omaha.com subscribers, Nebraska high school sports fans, welcome in to a relaunched version of the Prep Zone podcast. I'm your new host, Dylan Adams, who will be taking you all the way through this upcoming Nebraska high school sports season. Now, throughout the year, you're going to still hear from some familiar faces, Stu Pospisil, Mike Patterson. They're going to bring us ratings, analysis, so much more. We look forward to those updates each and every week from them. However, today we have a very special episode for you. We're introducing the 2023 Super 6. Now, I had the chance last week to catch up with 12 of the brightest stars in high school sports, six of the very best in Nebraska in both football and volleyball, and what a backdrop to have for our conversations. It was at the brand new Luminarium here in downtown Omaha, a fantastic, beautiful exhibit of wonder and science. It's located right along the riverfront. Got to check it out if you get the chance. The kids and I had a blast checking the place out and also hearing from them about this upcoming season. One last go around for each of them, uh, trying to win some state championships before they ship off to their major universities next year. So before we get to it, want to remind everyone of our fantastic deal right now on Omaha.com. Six-month subscription for $1. That's right, just one buck. And that's going to take you all the way through. We're sitting here August 20th. That will take you not only through the football and volleyball seasons, but in, all the way through basketball season pretty much. We'll be at district time there in late February. So if you want to get signed up for some fantastic prep coverage here at OWH, sign up today. Tell your friends and family about that special deal. So without further ado, let's kick off the Volleyball Super 6 with none other than the Gatorade Nebraska Volleyball Player of the Year. It's Lauren Medic who has helped Papillion La Vista South to the last two Class A state titles. That's right, back-to-back. She was third in Class A with 461 kills last season, 55 coming at the state tournament. She also led the Titans in blocks, racked up 482 digs on the defensive end. The question I had for Lauren is, how does this team go in with those high expectations looking for a third straight title? Um, one of our team goals has always been um, to not want to take your jersey off at the end of the season, and I think we're really going to strive for that this year. Also had to ask Medic about the unique background we had for our interview. I've never been over here, and I didn't really know it existed, and we've been like messing with some of the things, and it's like... It's cool. Like I've been learning some of this stuff in physics, and it's like cool to like see it in person. So I, I have to stay impartial. I'm a USD alum, <laughs> so I really want to congratulate you on 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 being joining the Coyotes. Yeah. Um, what was that process like that you that you decided to go up there to Vermilion? Yeah. Um, well, before it was really stressful, but as soon as I found USD, it was like a home away from home. You know. I love the coaches, I love the team, the town is so, it's so similar to what I've grown up in and I have family around there so it was, it was really just perfect. Our next guest is the daughter of Creighton Volleyball's coach, but Elkhorn North setter Reese Booth decided last fall to join Northern Iowa. The Wolves are just one year removed from falling just short in that Class B title game against Omaha Scut as the Skyhawks clinched their seventh title in a row. Booth last year dished out 974 assists just in that season alone, including 44 along with 20 digs in that five-set classic title game. I asked her what she's most looking forward to in 2023, and she says she's most excited about the new pieces coming in. Because we've had the same team for the past three years, so now we know what we have, we've accomplished, and now we get to restart and work with new people. Um, I think it'll be fun to like 
just kind of reestablish ourselves and build it with what we have right now. Next up is the Lincoln Southwest star Malaya Lawn, who was second in all of Nebraska last year in assists with over 1,100. She averaged over 11 a set for Lincoln Southwest, who made their 15th appearance in the state tournament. They made it all the way to the semifinals where they fell to Omaha Westside last season, and I asked Lawn what it will take to get a little bit further at state and also what this honor means. That takes time and that takes a lot of like grit and um, hard work in the gym. So. Um, it starts now. We started tryouts yesterday, so just like keep working and um, seeing just like our overall growth as a whole team and just really giving it our all every time. Just kind of watching it all come together. Um, a lot of hours in the gym, and so just coming to this point, getting this opportunity with these awesome girls is something that like means a lot. The next member of our Super 6 is Mia Taverdi of Papillion La Vista, who was fourth in Class A last year with 403 kills. And with Morgan Glazer alongside her, the Monarchs have a true 1-2 attack back this season. When asked what she's most looking forward to this fall, she went straight into one of the biggest rivalries in all of Nebraska prep sports. Obviously the Pap South game, obviously a big rival of ours, and this year I think we have a really good competition. And after our interview was briefly interrupted by a mob of TikToking athletes walking around the Luminarium, Tiverti discussed the new addition of Libero Faith Frame and how that's going to help the team. We had Faith as a transfer um, from Gretna, which will be a big help for this season in the back row. So I'm just excited to see how it all play, will play out. The word cool was used over and over to describe the exhibits at the Luminarium, and I asked Tiverti what was the coolest science experiment that she's put together. We did like an egg drop. I mean, that's that's probably basic. We've also, like, somehow, like, I think burned, like, cheese balls with just, like, a tin can. And, like, it wasn't really fire. I don't know what it was, but. The first four athletes on that team came from some pretty big schools. But the fifth member of our Super 6 comes from C1's Douglas County West. It's the 6'4 Creighton commit Nora Wirtz who led the Falcons to its first state tournament last fall after she racked up 439 kills on the season. She talked about what it's like to be recognized coming from a small school and earning this honor. People don't get recognized as much um, as like the bigger schools because those are all like huge name schools. So it's just, I'm super honored to be here coming from a small school and it's amazing. As I mentioned earlier, Wirtz joined the Blue Jays in Bernthal Booth last fall, and she says it was always Creighton at the top of her list. I never really like expected that I would be there, um, but I, I went to one of their camps, and I just fell in love with everything about it, and then they offered me, and it was a dream come true. Last but certainly not least was the lone team member to miss the Super 6 photo shoot at the Luminarium, and for good reason. It was Bennington Libero Olivia Mock, who just so happened to be playing for the United States Under-19 national team, helping the Americans win gold at the World Championships. The Husker commit had 13 digs in the final as the Americans knocked off Turkey for the win. So that will wrap up our volleyball side, and now we dig into the Super 6 football team. It features four Husker commits and three Bellevue West Thunderbirds. Let's start with Carter Nelson, the top-rated eight-man prospect ever. Nelson's huddle clips were famously Nick Saban's first eight-man tape he's ever watched over the course of his legendary coaching career. And of course, Nelson 
took a few trips to those schools down south, but ended up deciding on Nebraska last month. So had to ask him, what was that whirlwind process like? No, it's definitely fun that it's over, but at the same time, I was kind of really sad I had to break off some of those relationships because, like I said, I, I built a crazy good bond with a lot of a lot of coaches um, and even players from the teams um, on my OVs and stuff like that. So that was definitely probably the hardest part um, because – uh, Coach Rule once told me this, that you want to get recruited till you're recruited. And I believe in that so much. Um, but I was really very thankful for like the people I had around me because they made it so much easier on me because they they kept Carter, Carter, not Carter Nelson. Ainsworth finished 9-1 in 2022, which was its first winning season since the turn of the century. And Carter did it all, playing some quarterback, running back, receiver, linebacker, safety, and even handling punts and kicks. He also finished with 43 total touchdowns. So what's the goal for the senior year? At this point, I don't really feel like personal goals is at all what I got to be thinking about. I got to be thinking about getting the Lincoln with my team. Um, Ainsworth's never been successful, so we're just we're still trying to figure out how to win. And every time we get to a higher level, it's going to be different. Um, and we just got to be able to put our heads together this year and keep barreling. Now our own Evan Bland made a trip up to Ainsworth last spring to visit Nelson, asking him about his Twitter bio that declares himself as Spanish club president. So, of course, I had to ask how that term finished up last spring. It was rough. I'm terrible at Spanish. I'll be the first one to tell you that. Uh, it is still a joke amongst us and like my team and stuff. They'll ask me to say something, I'll be like, I have no idea what it is. Uh, but no, it's going to be, that's always going to be a funny joke between us. And I mean, nah, Spanish is definitely a fun class. We had fun with it. But uh, yeah, I'm happy it's over. We now move on to Danny Kalen, who is heralded by Sam McEwen as the best player in the state. He's also coming off a busy summer. The first Nebraskan to win an invite to the Elite 11 quarterback camp in California, where he scored a 94 grade, really showing off that top accuracy. He also then flipped from Mizzou to Nebraska and helped recruit his teammates from Bellevue West that we'll hear from very soon. So, what were these last couple months like? You're having those guys, Davon Isaiah, commit as well. Um, them being teammates that I already spent a bunch of time with, um, that was definitely huge as well. And then um, had the Elite 11 back in back in June as well. So it's been a really exciting summer for sure, and um, you know all of that's kind of cultivated to now that the season's coming around. Kalen's coming off a junior year, throwing for 3,186 yards and 36 TDs. What is he most looking forward to in his senior year? The biggest thing at the end of the day is getting wins. You know, all that stuff, you know, the rankings, the, the Elite 11, it doesn't really matter if you don't really translate it to the field. So um, just not only personally, but as a whole team, uh, I feel like we put in a lot of work this offseason and done a lot of really good things. So I think it's going to translate really well. And so the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is, is winning as many games as possible and, and hopefully getting a shot to to play for a state championship. And had to put the QB on the spot a little bit. What would be his choice if he had to put together a science experiment for school? I feel like sometimes I'm not very creative with this type of stuff, but honestly, if if this happens, if I have to make a science project this year like to be creative, I might just come here and just look around and choose something from out of here because there's so much cool stuff. Um, so I don't know what I'd say. One of my, some of my favorite stuff I think is on this first floor. Um, which is some like the like the illusions or like the, the sound where you can hear each other from far away. The next member on our Super 6 team is one of Danny Kalen's favorite targets, Bill West wide receiver Davon Hall. He's coming off a 62 reception, 974-yard junior year with 11 touchdowns in 11 games. So after that kind of success, what does Hall want to accomplish in 2023? <sighs> Chip. We 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 gonna get that chip. I'm telling you, like, 
this team that we have this year is determined to do anything and everything that they got to do to to win. I mean, we our practices, we be pushing each other. Um, it's always good on good. I mean, everybody wants to be the best there. Obviously, we have some power, talent, obviously. Um, almost every single year we got the got that I mean um, and that that's really a blessing to have but also um, it's a little curse because everybody wants to you know what I'm saying be the best of the best of the best so we're all we're all going at it with each other all the time always competitive but um, I mean that's kind of the beauty in it. Hall explained that he and a few others had a feeling that Kalen would decommit from Mizzou and discussed how the trio all ended up as Husker recruits. Me and Danny um, had been talking about like why back in eighth grade when we had first met, um, we'd been talking about how it'd be cool if we played in college uh, together since we were going to play in high school and see what happens. Like, and now it's kind of it's kind of um, cool to see our uh, dreams turn into reality. So, um, yeah, and also with Zay coming along too, like we never thought that that was gonna be a thing, but like he's he's a part of I mean the trio, <laughs> Three Husketeers is what we get called or what we call ourselves. But once I told uh, Zay that I was going to commit to Nebraska, he was like, "Yep, we got to do it together then." And I was like, "Yep, let's do let's do something different nobody else has done." So now while Hall can show off his freakish athleticism with an in-uniform backflip at the Luminarium Stop Motion Studio, he also has a keen sense of what the Super 6 honor means, especially for a Bellevue West wide receiver. I mean, always kind of a dream ever since I got into high school. I mean, I've seen, like, Keegan do it, um, Xavier Watts, Xavier's done it. Um, I mean, Caden, Micah, I mean, those are guys that I look up to. I mean, that's 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 majority of Bellevue West right there. I mean, shoot, I look at all that talent. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy to be here, um, be a part of a tradition that we've had so, for so long. Next up is another explosive, speedy Thunderbird. It's wide receiver Isaiah McMorris, who had a breakout first season at Bellevue West after spending his first two seasons in high school at Millard North. Last season, he had 90 grabs, nearly 1,300 yards, and 14 touchdowns as McMorris gained nationwide attention but then decided to stay close to home with his teammates this summer. He says there's still something left for the trio to accomplish. I think we have the team, but we just didn't have like the mental part of it. So just we just been focusing on the mental part of it, staying locked in every day, every play. So really looking forward to getting at Memorial Stadium and winning it all this year. With all the speed and athleticism we have on this Super 6 team, you also got to have that physical big man up front who can block the edge rushers. And leave that to Omaha Central's Caleb Pyfram, who decided on Illinois over the summer. So how did he end up deciding on Coach Brett Bielma and the Illini? Well, I took my three official visits and I talked with my dad and mom about all three of the schools and just felt like that Illinois was the best fit for me. And what does the big fella have in store for his senior year? Well, I just I just want to be better every day, get, get a little bit better every day, and prove to myself and everybody else that I'm better than what I am, was last year. The last athlete I had a chance to talk to at the Luminarium was somebody who's flying under the radar heading into his senior year as much as he can be. It's Omaha Westside standout Caleb Benning, who had a truly jaw-dropping state championship performance on both sides of the ball, 14 catches for 103 yards and two interceptions as a safety for the Warriors. He feels his junior year was robbed from him after an early collarbone injury kept him out until that classic title game win over Gretna. Benning still remains uncommitted, so is there something left to prove here in the senior year? I believe everything happens for a reason, and it was really cool coming back to play in the state championship and kind of showcasing, giving a glimpse of what I can do. But uh, working out this summer as hard as I did and 
uh, just getting bigger, stronger, faster, and better. I feel like I have a lot to show this senior. With Westside making the Class A championship game the last two seasons, what's it like playing at a big-time school with all that pressure, and do expectations change heading into this year? Uh, yeah, we definitely have. We know what our expectation is, uh, run it back, but we're just focused on uh, every single practice, every single day getting better. want to thank all the athletes one last time for joining me again at the Kiewit Luminarium in our makeshift podcast studio. It was a lot of fun and want to wish everyone the best of luck in their senior seasons. And that's it for today's podcast. want to invite you to join us again soon for a look at all of the contenders in both football and volleyball and how they fared in their season openers last week. But for now, this is Dylan Adams signing off on the Prep Zone podcast. Thanks for listening.